This is Problematical, where we discuss your problematic faves and debate if they deserve cancellation or redeemed. I'm Brittany. And I'm Jazz. Welcome to Hell. So we discuss writer and actress Lena Dunham with friend of the pod, Nora Dacool. Welcome to the show, Nora. Hi, guys. Thank you. Happy to have you on. Yeah, super excited to have you on. It's been a, we've been trying to get you on for a little bit now. <laughs> yeah. She's the hottest, yeah. Nora's the hottest stick in town. It's very hard to get her. <laughs> 2020 keeps happening. It's yeah. endless. <laughs> All right. We're going to talk about a very roller coaster of uh, problematic behavior at Lena Dunham. Uh, yes. Ingenue, writer, director actress model sometimes <laughs> sometimes she modeled the emrata bikini so here's my stated defense of lena dunham and why i like her i guess is um two reasons one i really like the show girls i thought the show girls was brilliant i thought it was really misunderstood for people who did not like girls but i thought it was a really genius show I really appreciated it. And then the other reason, and this also might be why I like girls, is I was actually in the maternity ward with Lena Dunham um, when we were little babies. She was also born at Roosevelt Hospital on, she's, I was born on May 14th, and I don't know if she's the 15th or the 13th and hadn't been picked up yet but regardless at some point we were in little bassinets like next to each other um it's a real demon's birthday mark zuckerberg has our birthday uh what's your birthday again uh may 14th mark zuckerberg is a different year than we are but um mark zuckerberg 13th may 13th there you go so yeah so we would have been, because you don't pick up the BB right away. You don't get to keep it, you know? So right, there was a right. nurse's strike happening, though. Oh. And um, a number of, uh, there was, like, a couple of near, like, oops, we switched your baby situations. Um, because there were no nurses working at the time. Oh, damn. Yeah. So I think that while we were, I'm a big believer in, journey of souls if anyone's read that book and so while we're in the maternity ward and like little babies and getting our souls um i don't know if they talked they might have so you might have like a soul tie to leon dunham right which like what a person um (laughs) (laughs) um, to have and she also so she also has ehlers donlow syndrome which i also have uh for her apparently it's quite debilitating for me it is not um but to the point that i'm a little like when i see her post things i'm like all right girl uh but it's still it's real it is a real thing and i guess it's nice that she's uh bringing awareness to it why I mean, that I feel that way about jamila like, oh sorry jamila, but yeah. i feel that way about jamila like i have an autoimmune disease as well but uh she just some like uh the bees <laughs> <laughs> right sorry go ahead for, yeah for lena the these dogs like why does she why can't she keep a dog oh my god she has a whole zoo <laughs> yeah like celebrities yeah. love to collect dogs and then you never hear about these dogs ever again <laughs> but uh... i went on a whole thing about with i would like tweet at um courtney kardashian's husband i think scott 
um, or baby daddy about like what the fuck happened to their cat. That really beautiful like leopard cat. What happened to it? Because all of a sudden, absolutely no social media about that cat ever again. Where to go? I'd love to know. I'd love to have the cat. Right. So many celebrities where they're like, here's my new dog. Here's my new kitty. And then like, it just never appears ever again in like three months. Um, I think even Kim might have adopted a new cat recently or dog recently, maybe. I'm not sure. But I'm pretty sure we won't be seeing it for a very long time. Did they buy North like set like a million dollars worth of horses for the yes. ranch or something? Yeah. <laughs> oh my god! But you know she yeah, never a- visits the ranch in Wyoming, so I wonder if it's near a uh, route where RuPaul fracked their uh, you know uh, Wyoming be. ranch. Jazz, do you like Liam Donald? What's like your connection with Lena? I, I mean, I do, I read her book. I mean, I like girls. I watched, mo- I, I miss the end. So I know like, spoiler alert, I don't know, but like some, like what Adam and Jessa hooked up or something, which I don't know. Oh yeah. You dropped so, off early then. Yeah. Not like fourth season though. I dropped off. I feel like, I don't know. There were six. So there were six. Damn. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I watched the first couple of seasons. <laughs> But then, I don't know, I kind of dropped off. Like, I do most shows, except for, like, Mad Men and Sopranos. Um, but, like, overall, I like her, except for, obviously, some of her behaviors. She's just a little, like, loud and puts her foot in her mouth and just, you know, so many times. Um, I think if she just was quieter, she, you know, like, when she doesn't have something to promote or something to write. But she just seems like she's always got something going on. Um, and it's usually negative or she makes it negative somehow, but I mean, overall, I think she's pretty talented and I think a lot of the things directed at her a little misogyny, um, Mm. and like fat phobic a little bit. I feel like if she was maybe a little like different looking, people would treat her differently. That might be true. Yeah. That's just like a hot take. I just feel like. A lot of criticism with her tinge with like they don't find her I don't know I don't know something like that like she's not trying to be desirable to like these people and so like it's also annoying I don't know well so she also I mean like for instance I, there was that incident where someone didn't hit on her like um, Odell Beckman yes and was she a black was black man who didn't hang out hit on her and she made this like weird statement about how it's because she's was... undesirable and it's like no that's not why <laughs> yeah he didn't even notice you but like, it wasn't she... anything to do with that like you just weren't in his line of sight yeah right exactly exactly um so she kind of as much as i like think that she does get flack for yes like the misogyny and her not being like a stereotypically like ideal woman she also then will like lean into that and kind of use it as a card which is why i think people hate her too she's not helping herself is yeah yeah no i mean she does it like she gets it but she also does it leans in like you said leans into the criticisms of her by you know doing that yeah (laughs) right Brittany. what is about you Brittany? how do you yeah um i never watched girls i all my friends were like you need to watch girls but i didn't have cable at the time and now i feel like it's just too late to jump into it so i don't have an opinion on girls 
And my opinion on Lenam is basically just like always her her putting her foot in her mouth all the time. (laughs) She could kind of be triggering at times. Not trigger that's like the wrong word. Like I don't get triggered by her, but it's just like she says things that make you like enraged. And, an embarrassment sometimes. Um, and not yeah. in a bad way but it's just like why are you saying this like you don't yes. need to say this um like I remember reading an article that an interview with her and she was talking about she wanted to adopt a dog which is interesting we were talking about dogs and her and she was like yeah I wanted to name it Rosa but I didn't want to name it Rosa because I was scared people were like think I was naming her after Rosa Parks and I was like what like how do we get from rosa to like rosa parks and like i get it she's probably so like paranoid paranoid very sensitive she understands that like her words you know ends up hurting her at times but i don't know if she had announced that she got a new dog and named it rosa would we all be like oh my god you named it after Rosa Parks, and that's against something. I don't even know right. where this would go, but um, I right. just thought that was weird. Um, yeah. But well, actually, I'm different about her. She dated that producer um, Jack that something. Uh, he, he produced Lord. Jack Lord Antonoff, like, yeah. Yeah, that guy. yeah. He produced Lana Del Rey, Lord Hayes. Every pop girl go to uh, Taylor Swift um yeah he pretty much he's like the new like producer of like the pop rock girls okay um he said that she knows exactly what she's saying oh. like she does it to be provocative and to get a headline like she does the foot and mouth stuff and exactly this of like we were never gonna think of Rosa Parks girl Larry why are you doing this <laughs> and she like kind of actually does that almost in, intentionally it is the way that I took the quote about that was in the New York Times profile of her. Oh, wow. Mm. In which well, case, were like, they together then, at the time or this was like a one-off comment he made. I think that they had consciously uncoupled. Okay. So. I love how, um, did you read that part where she said she like, uh, like stalks his girlfriend, new girlfriend's Instagram? I don't remember this part. And that she like, and then she like a few weeks after that, she like posted a screenshot on like Twitter and Instagram of baby names that she and yeah. Jack were going to name their babies. Like, wasn't one of them Carrot? Carrot? I feel like one of them was Carrot. I remember there being like a really <laughs> odd one. I'll be like, yeah, let me look it up right now. Yeah. Dunham baby <laughs> names. Oh, here we go. Uh, she shared it well after they broke up. Yeah, like years. Uh, a year after a year after they broke up, more than a year. Oh, here's the names. The names it looks like they were in addition to Carrot, some of the other names were Oz, O Z, Kelly, Na as an N A, Ricky Lee, Jackie with an I, Eddie with a Y, Joy, Sarah Lee, Zavy, Tony, Camilla, Loretta, Ross, Shogo, and Claire. So was Carrot on the list? Carrot is on the list, yeah. Okay. <laughs> For some reason, Tony funny. is the one that I find the funniest. Like, Which one? Tony. <laughs> was Tony on it? Yeah. Did I, I say that? It. Yeah. It was, one of the, it was like Tony, what? Camilla. It was like clearly, you know, a Sopranos connection. 
Oh, Tony. No, like an I. T-O-N-I. So I'm okay. thinking it's like a girl Tony. Oh. oh, okay. That's less funny to me than Tony with a Y as a boy's name. Just because right. it's yeah. a name that like no one names. Even Italian people aren't calling like their babies Tony anymore. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and I like Sarah so. Lee because I just imagine it was based off the baking Company. Yeah, she was <laughs> over the freezer one day for a cheesecake and was in, or he was just like sick of her asking him. He was like, Sarah Lee. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. Maybe after Andrew Cuomo's ex girlfriend, the lady with the. Oh, the, Sandra like, Lee. Martha Stewart. Mm-hmm. Oh, Sandra Lee. All right. Never mind. I mean, I get her mistaken for Sarah Lee. I mean, she she might as well be Sarah Lee. Doesn't she teach you how to dress up Sarah Lee cakes? No, but did yeah. you ever see the her? Basically. Oh, does she? Yeah, no. like everything is like store-bought, store and then you just decorate it. I don't yeah. watch her. I mean, I don't watch that Brilliant. kind of. <laughs> All right, what else about Lena? Yeah, I mean, so tell us some of her problematic, like, moments. I mean, I'm there's, like, a long list. Like, the longest, like, receipt of, like, CVS. There's yes, the one, the big there. one that everyone brings up is the one about her sister in the book and like uh, the, yeah, uh, the, I don't know. I don't want to get into it, yeah, but yeah, it's very dark, yeah. but people always bring that out. And I just think uh, one, that's very dark Two, I believe their name is Grace. Um, and I think, yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'm guessing Lena would have talked to them about this and that's something like between family and not for like someone to bring up all the time. I feel bad for the yeah. family that that's like brought up all the time. I don't know. It's just so dark. Every time there's, she's ever mentioned, it's like always like 40 people down there being like, what did you do to your sibling? Yeah. I, if I remember correctly, like after the book came out and that became such a thing, they were really kind of shocked that that became the focus of the book and it they came out and like defended Lena and their relationship but it, when I was loosely prepping for this I remember googling and seeing that maybe their relationship is now strained oh interesting that's disappointing uh, yeah but it, I don't think it has to do with, with that. I mean I'm sure it didn't help but yeah um, Jazz, since you read it, like, was it really good? Is she a great writer? I mean, it's good. It's like, you know, a book of essays or whatever. I mean, she's very navel-gazy. It's, I mean, very much like her character in Girls, which is just, like, this kind of, like, victim-y, like, but clever, narcissistic, you know, codependent person. But, the, you know, talks about relationships and complications in life. And it's it's good. It's It's good overall. It's not, like, the best book in the world. It's not terrible. She's a very good writer, and um, I mean, I don't think most people can say she's not, you know. Okay, I looked it up. So the report of their relationship being strained is a tabloid, and I don't know more about that. But it does uh, in her their Wikipedia. Um, Lena's memoir, Not That Kind of Girl, which recounts the childhood interactions between the seven-year-old Lena and the then one-year-old Cyrus Grace, attracted controversy. Experts describe these passages as either too ambiguous to judge or consistent with normal childhood development. And they've rejected the claims that uh, media commentators that the behavior was harmful. So, hmm. okay. Right. So that's one that I would actually defend Lena yeah. on. That, you know, come on. Um, it's, 
ill judgment to probably write about it in a book. This is again, her thing of like, why are you saying this? Yeah. People need to say less. My motto is a lot of people just need to say less Yeah, and they'll still be just as interesting. Cause like people like that little mystery. Um, but the thing that we can't defend her on is when she wrote that open letter defending oh, the, her friend against the rapist like, thing. Yeah. No, we cannot defend her. Yeah. And it was very dark because she implied that it was for sure she had insider knowledge that one, this guy was being extorted which he was not, and, like, two, that this was for sure the 1% of rape cases that were, like, falsely reported. And now, like, it was her and her co-producer of Girls who now they're, like, she came out with a, it was very dark, that kind of aftermath. That poor girl had to, like, go through this woman, these two women, like, publicly renouncing her. Um, and then I don't know if you know, if you're familiar with the aftermath, like with her mom and stuff and Lena. No, what happened? Oh, um, I guess Lena wrote like a couple months later, she like recanted everything and like apologized, wrote this huge thing in the Hollywood Reporter and there was like a Hollywood Reporter event or like interview and she did it with the girl's mom, Aurora, um, Paranault, I think is her name. She, uh brought out her mom and did like this interview thing. And I don't know, I guess she made amends with the family and stuff, but it was all just very like dark. Yeah. <laughs> How it all went down. And like, I don't know. It's I knew something... she had to recant and be like, I'm sorry. And I know that the family of the victim was outspoken and was like, we do not accept your apology, which they right. should. Exactly. Yeah, it was just very, and then her and Jenny Connor are, like, no longer friendly after that. I don't know if it had anything to do with that or, like, what kind of drama. I mean, obviously, creative partnerships, like, fizzle out sometimes mm-hmm. for other reasons, but I thought it was very suspicious. They're, like, no longer, like, anyways. What yeah. else has mm-hmm. Liam done that's... Um, uh, she said she wished she could have had an abortion. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. She wished that she had an abortion so she knew what it felt like. So dumb. <laughs> I know. I think she wants to be, like, she wants to be, like, a likable every girl. I don't know. Right. That's one that, I mean, like, I don't want to defend it, defend it, but I think that it was probably well-intentioned. Like, she just wanted to have empathy and instead could only have sympathy and Mm -hmm. she's just an idiot is kind of yeah i don't think she's malicious yeah i never feel like lena's words are ever in a malicious intent but um it's just odd (laughs) like why would you say that right exactly exactly and i guess she wants to be relatable to us but you don't have to Right, right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think Lena, too, grew up and, you know, both her parents are artists. Her dad's a painter. He, like, draws. I've seen his paintings. Um, He draws, like, men with, like, creatures with, like, giant penises or giant butts and stuff. And her mom 
um, makes like odd sculptures and like works with like puppets and dummies and like weird I love ephemera. a puppet, puppet um, person. Yeah, so I mean, I think she grew up in like a bubble where she's allowed to say like outrageous things, and it's just kind of like the norm. Yeah, and now she lives in the real world. And like has a media, you know, a brand or a personality and just continues to say things. And it could be so like going back to Jack Antonoff's comment that like she's doing it intentionally. I bet that saying whatever, like a provocateur, whatever she wants to say, probably actually took her very far in her parents circle of like at like parties and stuff. Everyone would just be like, why? You're so precocious. Um, oh, for sure. Yeah. And that's probably how she was able to get her first film funded and mm-hmm. made, and then she was able to create girls. So it all worked out for her. Right, yeah, she's in circles of power. Where she takes her career after this, we haven't really. Se- she was in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood for a brief moment, but we really haven't seen her career go anywhere. Um, right, since Girls. So I'm I did love her in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. She seemed perfect for that. Because also that point of that movie, every single one of the girls in the Manson Ranch are all daughters of somebody famous. Like the main girl that um, is trying to seduce Brad Pitt is Andy McDowell's daughter. And if you look up Mm -hmm. each of them, like Rumor Willis is in there. Um, There's Mm -hmm. they're all different child stars. And he was trying to make a comment on Mm -hmm. that in some way. I what the comment was. I'm not sure, <laughs> but, um, but he was saying something. Um, I think also yeah. sometimes maybe the, and why I, I picked her is that the pile on, on her isn't fair. Like, and the abortion comment is a great example. The rapist issue is not, and again, not defending her on that, but the abortion comment, mm-hmm. people came really r- down really hard on her. And it's like, all right, sorry, I should have phrased it better. Um, You know, it's out. We don't, there are other people that say idiotic things all the time. And I feel like we don't come down on them as hard for whatever reason. Jamila would actually. Mm -hmm. (laughs) She's a pretty easy target because she's just kind of out there. I don't know. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. And she does seem to backhanded encourage it. Oh, yeah. I mean, I think she, you know, does she issue an apology before ever done like a Twitter or Instagram apology? I wonder. Oh, Lena Dunham? Dunham. Yeah. Lena Dunham has apologized for everything. You could make a chat book based on the, she writes long money letters and Instagram posts. She publicly apologizes for basically everything, even the dog. That was the whole thing. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I was into that dog saga because that guy, I don't know. They all seem terrible in this situation. Honestly, the rescue person seemed like they just wanted to, like, get attention. I don't know what this dog's deal with. Um, you know, I, I know, know she, um, yeah, and she definitely also apologized about um, the guy not hitting on her at the Met. Yeah, she definitely did. Yeah. Yeah, but Odell Beckham um, blocked me on Twitter, so I don't know whose side I'm supposed to be on at this point. <laughs> what happened? It was during like the whole uprise of the Black Lives Matter 
thing with George Floyd and he said something stupid. Okay. And <laughs> Did so you go then after him? After I called him out on it. So. Sure. Oh. <laughs> Can't handle it. You couldn't handle it. Wow. Well, is there anything, or do we know of anything that Ling is doing anytime soon? Great question. When will, when will we hear from her next? I know she was living uh, in London for a while. Maybe she was shooting a movie there. Oh, she had a show that oh, yeah, we did not one. know about called <laughs> Camping, and it was on HBO. Oh, yeah, that's where she did have that show, Camping. And I no guess she did an episode it. of Dirty Diana, or is this a TV show, or is this a... Was that a podcast? I listened I to the first episode. It's a Demi Moore's podcast where she plays, like, a weird sex therapist or something. I try to listen to it. It's so cringy. I'm sorry. It's a TV show now. Or will be. Oh. Yeah. Oh, this is right. Okay. She has a serialized novel called Verified Strangers that's published in Vogue. And the controversy around this, I was listening to Pot Psychology. And Tracy Egan Morrissey was saying that she has had like a there's two competing stories that she's telling so on the one hand she is claims that she had covid and that during this entire time she's been very ill with her ailments uh including covid now but for vogue she also posts like behind the scenes of making this serialized novel and she looks very well in all of the behind the scenes recordings. And they're clearly also during COVID times. So like it's happening simultaneously. So which is which was Tracy's point. Mm. So what's the consensus? Are we going to cancel Lena or Lena or she's in the clear? She's on my watch list. I mean, I want to see what she does. I want to see if she like comes up with another good TV show or another good book. I mean, I think some of her writing, I forgot what piece did I read a while ago that was super interesting where she talked about how she went on a date with a guy and his ex-girlfriend like made like watercolors about her. <laughs> she was so angry that he went out with Lena or something like that. I don't know. I want more. I want more from Lena, um, but she got to watch what she says. Right. Cool it. Kind of quiet lately, other than the whole COVID thing. But um, And then we had the whole thing with the bitch sass, where she was on an episode of bitch sass, and she triggers a bunch of people, like I said, and they had to take down the episode. <gasps> yeah. Oh, wow. She, I, I, read, I listened to that episode of Pot Psychology mentioned with Tracy, and she mentioned that whole thing on it. Did she really like, hear this? This never before heard whatever. It was, I don't know. I can't find. I listened to I it when it happened. They it. literally cut it. I, what? I did listen to the episode. There was nothing controversial discussed. No, no. She didn't say anything. She, she was like. Housewives, and she loves Love Island, and she's living in the UK. So that's all they talked about. <laughs> <laughs> So See, people, people are big mad. But people were big mad, and they—I think they took it down within a day or two. It was like in a few and hours. They, and they said they were going to address it, and then people were like trying to get them on Twitter, saying like, "You said you were going to address it," and then Casey like 
flipped out. She's like, we took it down. That's how we addressed it. People are monsters. Yeah. Well, there's, I don't know why, why, I think, I mean, were they mad about Lena about the assault issue? Uh, Is that the reason? I'm not sure. Like, do they just hate her because of her or is it because of something she did in particular? That's the thing, like, I don't know. Because nothing was controversial was mentioned on the episode. Yeah, I listened to it. It was totally fine. It was kind of boring, in fact. It wasn't even, like, a funny or interesting episode. But, anyways. She triggers people. I think in addition to just garden variety sexism and fat phobia, um, she is one of these people that is almost like a blank wall for people to project their anxieties about something onto. Um, So whether she does anything or not, like for whatever reason, people just take her and make her be this particular thing. Right. Yeah. So we're not canceling Lena. She's, she's in the clear. She's cool in our books. Um, So yeah, we're Just excited about what this does next. Who who thought that this is the way the episode was going to end? Because <laughs> um, I didn't. Uh, I guess we end the show with one thing we would like to cancel um, from this week or just in general. So, oh. um, Nora, do you have anything that you would like to cancel this week? Oh, man. Yes. But why am I drawing a blank? So many things. I mean... <laughs> I want to say something about the DNC, but I can't think of what. It's just too now. much. <laughs> yeah. I'll go ahead. I want to cancel the sun. I'm going to okay. miss the heat wave. Oh, yeah. It's about 100. I'm, uh, I'm at my mom's house, about 105 degrees right now. I'm inside, which is fine. But I can't go outside without wanting to pass out. So I'm ready to cancel the sun, global warming, take me over, let the earth swallow me whole, let a volca- you know, volcano earthquake. I can oh. handle it. Oh, yeah. Oh, you know what I want to cancel? Power utility monopolies. Uh, Because my life was disrupted by one last week, and now the poor people of Iowa are also dealing with their own power issues. And it's because all of the utilities are monopolies and don't have to do anything Mm -hmm. about it. It's very annoying. It's a good one. I was trying to think of one that I would like to cancel as well. Um... I think people who are just not taking the coronavirus at all seriously. It, I mean, I get it. We all want to go out. I want to do things. I want to hang out with people all the time. I want to get my life back to where it was, but also like there's a virus out there and you know, you're just ex- you're exposing people like seeing Madonna in Jamaica really pisses me off. Mm-hmm. Because yes. we're going to an island that has low cases. And you can potentially give that to locals. And mm-hmm. the only reason why they're open is because they need tourism. But it's mm-hmm. also endangering the locals there. Yeah. And they're all poor. And, ugh, I just, it just drove, drove me crazy. So, yeah. yeah. Didn't so Madonna that- say something ridiculous about COVID? Like, that, that it might not safe. be real? Yeah. yeah. She said that she had antibodies or something. She said she had antibodies and she posted some like crazy, you know, like that it wasn't real. <laughs> She's people. another one. We need to do an episode of Madonna because whew, that list is long. Yeah. Oh my God. I mean, Madonna's had a long career of just different personalities, each one a little problematic in its own way. She's been Latin. She's been uh techno <laughs> uh, 
God. Now she's now she's uh, what what she's got like um, a, a grill now. She's always yeah, oh yeah she's been having a grill for a while now. She's one yeah. of those people who just just because she's had it for a while doesn't mean it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's just one of those people who like can't accept that like you're older. And I'm not saying that when you get old you have to be a certain way, but mm-hmm. like you don't have to adapt to everything young people do. Right, especially because like, she's 33. Like- I don't need to be doing what 15 year olds are doing. Yeah, she used to also determine what we did, you know? So, the trendsetter. Yeah, right. And so it's better to be a, you know, trendsetter than a follower. Um, For Madonna, for other people, maybe not, but for Madonna, it is. So, why not keep just trying to reinvent and do something completely out there? And then we'll all follow you, Madonna. I don't know. But thank, thank you so, so much, much Nora, for coming on the thank show. So We're so happy that we finally made it happen. Yeah, I'm so thrilled. Thank you. I'm so glad we were finally able to talk about your nursery mate, Lena, and yeah. uh, sliding doors moment that nursery. Yes. <laughs> Imagine they switched the babies, what your life could have oh. been. <laughs> yeah, really. Um,